This conference will now be recorded. We thank God for yet another opportunity in His presence that tonight we could make it to this session. I remember three days ago, was it three days ago or four days ago, before I entered my bedroom, I, I, I sensed a very strong presence and I knew that something was going to happen, that I needed to pray. But it was as if my energy had been taken away. I couldn't do anything. So the only thing I could do was to join the midnight session. But unfortunately, I didn't have electricity. My router was off, everything was off. I could not join. I tried to, um, usually when it happens like that, I try to join them in the spirit and pray along, monitor the time and pray. And they are also praying, but uh, I couldn't do anything. In the middle of the night, I had a severe attack. I woke up the next morning, and the Spirit of God placed on my heart gratitude. Gratitude. It is about time the people of God learn to show appreciation for every little thing around them, every opportunity that God brings their way and everything that they are able to do. This we must learn. And tonight, there's one thing that I want you to do, that just look around you. Just look around you. It may be late in the night, but cast your mind back around your office, the job that you have, the opportunities that comes your way, even the opportunity to join a fellowship like TPN. I mean, I told Pastor Obed that it is your prayer that has covered me all this while. Because I'm not able to pray much. I know I'm not able to do much. So all these opportunities that comes our way, everything that we have access to, I just want you to look at it one by one, one by one, one after the other, and open your heart to God and show some appreciation. Gratitude is what is on my heart tonight. If I'm going to say anything tonight, two things I'll talk about, gratitude and your preparedness to receive the promise of God. And I want us to begin by giving thanks to God. Bible says in the book of Psalms, chapter two, uh, Psalm 95, beg your pardon, verse one to three that, oh, come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation, the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great God above all gods. All that I said was that look around your environment, your family, things that brings you joy, how you, you're able to make ends meet how your, your needs are supplied. People who, I mean, extend some kind of favor to you. All these people in your mind, I just, I don't want you to be that carnal person and know that this is one is not by your might. It is not by your power. It is the spirit of God, it is the power of God that has brought you this far. That has seen you through all things. Lift your voice, if you can, wherever you are. And let's begin to thank God in your own way, in a way that you will best appreciate it. Somebody let us pray. 
in the name of Jesus. Father, we come tonight. When we look in our lives, oh God, we look upon your goodness upon us, oh God. We just cannot but give it thanks and praise, oh God. You join the psalmist, oh God, even to come before you with songs of joy. And we shout aloud to you, our rock and our salvation. We say that we are coming before you with thanksgiving, oh God. And we are extolling you with all our hearts, oh God. For you, oh God, are a great God and a great King above all God. We thank you and we join the psalmist even tonight to say that yes, indeed of the truth. There is none, none, none that compares to you. When we look back on our lives, oh God, we look back oh God, on all the things that you took for us, oh God. We just are not but to say, may your name be praised, may your name be worshipped and adored. All the good things that you do for us, oh God, to show yourself strong in our lives, oh God. You make us feel even of your goodness, oh God, and your mercy you make us, oh God, even to know of your wonders untold. Father, we thank you for your provision, oh God. We thank you for your miraculous protection, oh God, even upon us, oh God. Our families, oh God, even our loved ones, oh God, those near and those far away, oh God. Every day and day out, you protect and you preserve us, oh God. It's not by anything that we have, oh God. It's not by even virtue, oh God. But it's just by your grace and your mercy, oh God. I just want to say, may your name be glorified, O God. May name be praised and adored, O God. May your name be worshipped, O God. We bless your holy name tonight, O God. We are saying that, Lord, if it had not been for you, as we have seen, O God, we are grateful unto you, O God, for all that you have for us. Your mercy is untold, O God. We just want to say thank you, O God. We believe that your name, O God, even is exalted above us, and that you are the name of the name of every name of the name be praised, O God. God, even upon our lives, oh God, for your grace and your information, oh God. We just cannot but say, oh God, thank you, Father, thank you, Son, thank you, Holy Spirit. We are so grateful unto you, Lord Jesus, for all life and importance, oh God. For your message, oh God, endures, oh God, forever upon our lives, oh God. You are ever faithful, Lord. You are ever sure. We just want to sing your name, praise. Your name is glorified. We are thanking you, oh God, for your name, God. You are a merciful Father. You are a God. Take care of your own, O Lord. You do not leave us, O God, comfortless, O God, but you strengthen and comfort us, O God, in all our ways. Oh, we bless your holy name. We thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 Thank you, Holy
The next thing we are going to do is that we are going to, tonight, on behalf of TPN, thank God, we have won many battles. Those of us who are members of the intercessory group, all the cases that come, you've, you've heard uh, um, the testimonies, right, from when I joined this fellowship and the intercessory group. I mean, there are so many things that God has done for us, and I want us all, on behalf of the network, thank God for what he has done for us and how far he has brought us. Many were sick, we stood in for them. Some were at the point of dying. And sometimes I ask myself, could it have happened to them, just like the people that we hear about, or the people that people who die if they had joined TP? And I ask myself this kind of question: Could their life have been saved? And I want us to stand in the gap, and I want us all to lift our voice and pray and thank God for what He has done for this network. Hallelujah! For every testimony, for every life that He has saved. Somebody lift your voice. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we are standing, God, even on behalf of every member of the network, oh God, that even at pain and day as we lift up intercession, oh God, on behalf of God, we bring their needs situations that need, oh God, even the miracles, and oh God. Thank you. 
Thank you, Lord. I believe your gratitude has opened the heavens for us to lay our burdens before God. Tonight, beginning tonight, we are going to pray for Apostle for the program that is coming up. And he also asked that we pray for Ghana. And this moment, I want us to lift our voice and thank God for the life of Apostle and thank him for the program that is ahead of us. Is a program that's ahead of us all. It is a TPN issue. Okay. And I want us to pray and thank God as we thank him. Let's commit this program into his hands that from now any agenda of the enemy any plan of the enemy will be subdued i want us to lift our voice and pray for apostle this moment shall we pray
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, you so much for praying, it will end in praise.
the glory of God shall be seen. Hallelujah. We are praying for Ghana, our nation. Tonight, you are going to pray for this nation. There was a revelation about Ghana. And I want us to look at a scripture and stand on this word of God and pray for the nation. Bible says in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, that then if my, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. Hallelujah. Let us once again look at Isaiah chapter 60, verse 2 to 3. Bible says, seek darkness covers the earth, and the thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. I strongly believe that this is the portion of our nation, Ghana. We are in it. If we are affected, the nation is affected anyway, we will be affected. And therefore, it is required that you and I will stand in the gap. First of all, we are going to pray and ask God that if there is any sin that he sees in this nation from above, the Lord should tamper justice with mercy and forgive us. We are asking for forgiveness for everything that has gone wrong, from politicians, from every bloodshed, from every evil sacrifices, in, in, people invoking spirits and all that forsaken, everything that has gone wrong in this nation. We are going to stand in the gap and pray and ask God to forgive us and tamper justice with mercy. Then we are, again we pray and profess that nations will come and see the light of Ghana. Look at what has happened around us in, the, in Africa. We have never experienced war, and I believe we will never experience war. We are the light of the world, and so shall it be. Somebody lift your voice and let's pray for our nation in the name of Jesus. Father, we have come to intercede for this in the nation. name of Jesus. Jesus, 
Indeed, things are getting bad, things are hard, we must admit. Prices are going up, people are really suffering, we are suffering. But it will take the power of God to fix this. It will not take any human being to do this. This is our belief. And I'm sure your one-minute prayer every day can make a lot of difference. God bless you. Holy Spirit just reminded me that I placed something on your heart. I don't know what the woman of God is going to talk about tonight. I don't know her prayer points tonight. But just when Apostle ministered to me, the Lord asked me, so the time to come, Will you be in your carnal nature or you'll be a spirit-filled person? Where would you be? And I want to ask you the same question tonight. That TPN, I believe most of us, if not all of us, are trusting God for one thing or the other. The word of God is yea and amen. And he will watch his word perform whatever promise he has for us. It will surely come to pass. One day, we'll see the breakthroughs. We will defeat our enemies. We will testify of good things in our lives. Definitely it would come. But when the time comes, where would you be? When the time comes, where would you be? Would you be the person who believes in their own efforts? That's what the carnal man tells us. That's the meaning of the carnal man. That the one who you have received Christ, you know Christ, you know all the rules, the laws, 
but you believe in yourself. However, you live in defeat because you are trying everything by yourself. On the contrary, the person who is spiritual is led by God and is a spirit-centered person. Everything that you do is centered around Christ. You are directed and you are empowered by the Holy Spirit. So in such a time that you are trusting God for a miracle, that you are trusting God, when it happens, where would you be? Would you be at the point where you think that you are doing things by yourself, that you may even miss your miracle? Will you be in your sinful nature? Or will you be that transformed person ready to accept whatever the Lord has for you? I want you to ask yourself this question. Seriously within your heart, in the next few minutes, ask yourself, now where would I be before we take the next prayer point? What will happen to me? Do you even have an idea? Your current situation, we all meet and pray. I come, everybody knows, oh, Evelyn, well, but truly to myself, who am I? In my quiet moment, what are the things I think about? What do I do with my life? Nobody knows me. I, live, I try to live a very private life. But what do I do? What do I think about? What are my plans? How do I manage offenses? When people offend me, do I pay them back? Even in the little work that God has entrusted in my hands, am I faithful to it in raising my child? How am I bringing him up? My relationship with people, how do I manage it? Please begin to ask yourself all those questions because it's very important that at the time of your breakthrough, at the time when God answers your prayer, you will be a spiritual person. God in your life, all your interests, yourself, everything directed by the Holy Spirit. Somebody, just ask yourself this question. Because you will be a total failure for all your struggles and your night of paying up. If you are not in the right position, this is what was placed on my heart to tell you. I was asked this question and I want you to ask yourself the same question and begin to prepare yourself to be the spirit-filled person. Jesus said that I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He has promised us that he is the true vine. We are the branches. And if we abide in him, we bear much fruit. For apart from him, we cannot do anything. That is his word. The Bible says that by the fruit of the spirit is love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Hallelujah. I believe you have strongly prepared yourself to receive Christ, to receive the power, to receive your miracle. You are witnessing about him. You are doing all the things that is required by a Christian. But let me just share a few things about a spiritual person. You are Christ-centered. You trust in the God that you serve. 
you are not double-minded. You trust in every prayer that you say. You do not live in fear. You obey God. You are obedient. When God speaks to you, do this. You will do it. You love God. You are empowered by the Holy Spirit. Sometimes when some of the ministers minister, I feel it in my heart. And I feel, I realize things begin to change. My environment, everything, experiences change. You introduce others to Christ. You share the word of God, your place of work, your family. You're not the only person benefiting from this, this love of God. But you share it with others and you are concerned about the salvation of others. Child of God, spirit-filled person, this is your character. You live, you, you have effective prayer life. You pray, you love others. You are full of joy, full of joy. You live a peaceful life, a sound mind. You are so patient in everything that you do. You cannot be offended. You are kind and you are faithful to your core. You understand the word of God because you read and appreciate it. I thank God for your life tonight. I will hand over to the minister for tonight. And if you have asked yourself all the questions and all the things that we talked about tonight, I pray for you that you will be in the right position, the right standing at a time when God's visitation comes. God bless you and favor you abundantly. Amen. 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 God bless you, my big sister Evelyn, my warrior woman. I just thank God even for how far he has brought us. Beloved, this is another opportunity for us to even lift up our voice and to just thank God as we have searched our hearts. Let's just begin to speak in the language of the Spirit. Let us let us just thank God for his goodness and his mercies upon our lives. If truly you are, you are one, you are the one whom you allow Christ to work through you, let us lift up our voice and by the power of the Holy Spirit, let us just quicken ourselves up in the mighty name of Jesus. Begin to speak in the language of the Spirit. in Jesus mighty name amen 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 beloved before we go on i have this song i just want to sing to the praise of god as we we, we begin this session shepherd of my soul 
I give you full control. Wherever you may lead, I will follow. I have made a choice to listen to your voice. Wherever you may lead, I will go. Be it in the quiet pastures or by the gentle streams, the shepherd of my soul will be my guide. Should I face the mighty waters or valleys that can deep, the shepherd of my soul will be my guide. Be it in the quiet pastures or by the gentle streams the shepherd of my soul will be my guide or should I face the mighty waters or valleys that can deep the shepherd of my soul will be my guide hallelujah beloved I'm singing this verse tonight Amen. 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 Beloved, I'm singing this because tonight our topic, even as we continue in the same topic for this week, concerning commanding supernatural ease in life and ministry. And our main scripture for tonight is a scripture and and a couple of verses that we all rattle day in and day out. It's so unique and simple to us. It is the Psalm 23 that we all say day in and day out. And at the end of every session, we declare, surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. At this moment, I just want us to go back to school and go back to our Sunday school class. And all of us are going to say it by ourselves. We are not going to um, quote it from the Bible. We are, we are saying it by ourselves. Psalm 23, let's all say it together and say it meaningfully. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still water. He restores my soul. He leads me to the path of righteousness. For his name's sake. Yes, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For he is with me. Thou prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. All, All the days, days of my life, my life. and I will, I will dwell in the house of God forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Amen. That shows that our Sunday school teachers have really done well. We have said it rightly. And I thank you all. Beloved, we'll continue even to consider this profound chapter in the book of Psalms, written by our own brother David. David, the shepherd boy. As a shepherd boy, we want to travel through David's life, even through this psalm, and even lift up prayer accordingly as we seek to command supernatural ease in our life and in our ministry. When we consider the first 
And second verse, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Beloved, when we consider what our brother David did back then, as a shepherd boy going through the wilderness, he himself was a shepherd boy, but here we find him declaring that the Lord is my shepherd. Why is it that he, being a shepherd boy, declared this wonderful statement that the Lord is his shepherd? He took himself as what? A sheep. He considered himself as a sheep also, that he led the sheep in the wilderness and he, he, he led them to good pasture so that they will feed. But even as they were feeding, they were praised. There were enemies around, the lions, the bears, even the, the antelope, any, any form of, of, of animal that could have been a cause of harm, vultures, every form of attack from top to bottom, he had to look out for and protect and preserve the flock of his father and then bring them back home safely after they have fed. When I consider this and I ask myself, as a child of God, we consider ourselves as sheep. The sheep, they obey whatever their shepherd asks them to do because he would hold a staff or a rod to guide them on their way. And you see that they'll be going exactly the way that he wants them to go. Once in a while, some of them will stray and he will go and look for them. And when I consider all these, how he was able to defend the flock by, by uh, battling bears and lions and all that, I see that, yes, indeed, he knew why he said that the Lord was a shepherd. Beloved, in our own lives, when we ask ourselves this question, are we allowing God to be our shepherd? Whenever he leads us in a path, do we go by it? Or, or when, whenever we receive any promptings in our hearts to do a particular thing, do we do it or we do otherwise? These and many other things we need to consider. And even as we are about to lift up prayer, we are going to ask God, that Father, in the name of Jesus, I stand on the authority of your word and by the power in the blood of Jesus. And I declare and decree that all the days of my life, I will trust in you and I shall never lack. Father, may you be my shepherd and may you lead me to the way I write in the mighty name of Jesus. Beloved, let us lift our prayer unto the Lord as we consider the first two verses of Psalm 23. In the mighty name of Jesus. Heaven, the name of Jesus. 
in jesus name amen amen god bless you for praying beloved we continue to consider even the next verse the verse three says he refreshes my soul he guides me along the right path for his name's sake beloved even as we go through our life day in and day out how are we seeing god refresh our souls we go through times of hardships as our dear sister said earlier, Ghana, we are going through various times of hardships. We don't understand why prices are skyrocketing, but our salaries are not being increased. The more they increase prices of, of, of items, even for us to buy, even everyday items for us, us to buy, the more our salaries are, are being on standstill and, and marking time. We do not know when anything is going to happen. But we know that we are trusting in a God that He is able to save us and cause us even to have that kind of refreshing, that kind of refreshment even upon our souls, even in the midst of our challenges, even in the, in the midst of our needs, even in the midst of our sorrows, even in the midst of our pain. We are asking ourselves this question, that are we a- a- allowing God to refresh our soul? 
even as he guides us to the right path for his name's sake. Beloved, as Christians, we need to profess that which is good, but we are not losing sight of the fact that we are in a situation. We are in a situation that needs needs the hand of God, that needs deliverance, that needs something to happen and happen real fast. Beloved, as we are considering this verse, we are going to stand upon the word of God and we are going to pray. We are going to ask God that Lord Jesus, we pray that daily we shall walk on, we shall walk on your good, righteous and calm grounds, that you shall guide us even into the path that our, our feet will not slip, that you, oh God, even will refresh our soul and lead us even into the path that is right, that you will cause us to be obedient to your word and not even go even along even the broad way, the way that leads even unto distraction. But may we walk even unto the narrow path that leads to righteousness. Beloved, lift up prayer unto the Lord as we stand upon the verse 3, even to lift up prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, your word makes us for understanding, oh God, even in the verse 3, oh God, refresh us, oh God, and guide us along the right path. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Thank you.
We continue to pray. We are still standing upon the word of God, even in Psalm 23. We are standing on the verse 4 that says that even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Other versions say, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Hallelujah. Beloved, when we consider this verse and we look even into the life of David, we see that, yes, he walked through the darkest valleys even with the sheep, even in times of storm, in times of, of bad weather. He walked through it with them and he feared no evil because he trusted in the, in the hand of God even to save him and his flock and bring them home safely back to his father who has sent him even into the wilderness with the flood, the, the flock to feed on pasture. Beloved, we are considering this in our lives also. We are saying that what are the things that we have gone through in time past or we are even going through now? The challenges that we are facing, the darkest valleys that we are going through, the challenges that cause us sleepless nights. We are saying that we are declaring and we are, we are, we are trusting in God's providence. We are saying that we will fear no evil, for we believe that he is with us. And even as in the wilderness, David used his rod and his staff to guide the sheep even onto green pastures, to lead them even onto the right, the right places to, to feed so that they would even grow and grow well for, for their families to even gain a, a livelihood. We are, we, are, we are trusting God in this same way and we are declaring that even though we are facing challenges, even though we are, we are going through dark, dark, dark times and dark situations in our lives, even this COVID-19 alone has, has rendered many jobless, have rendered many, they have, many a business, they have rendered them even into bankruptcy and have caused businesses to shut down, have caused businesses to have to lay down their staff, have caused a lot of 
harm has slowed down even the economy of the world. But we are believing God that in the midst of all these challenges, in the midst of this darkest valley, we are not fearing any evil because we know that his rod and his staff will comfort us daily and lead us even to green pastures. In the mighty name of Jesus, we are lifting up prayer. We are going to tell God that, oh Lord, my God, in the midst of uncertainty and chaos, may I remain calm in you, Lord Jesus. And let me not fear any evil as I daily look up to you, Lord Jesus. Let's pray unto the Lord, even as we stand upon the verse 4, Psalm 23. In the mighty name of Jesus. and even in this world, may I remain calm Let me, oh God, not fear any evil to God. I daily look at God, may you guide me God, may it lead me, O Lord, even into the way around. May I walk in your way, God. May you call me, O God, even to God. God, the word of God, lead me, O God, even in righteousness, in the mighty shame of God. May I walk in the Make your way plain before my sight, Lord. For you, 
In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you for praying. We thank God even for his word. His word is so sweet. Even, even it brings even it, it brings gladness to our souls. Even for those of us who are in the Orthodox churches, we use the hymns a lot. And one of the hymns even in our, 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 our hymnal says that it goes like this. Green pastures are before me, which yet... I have not seen bright skies will soon be o'er me where the dark clouds have been my hope I cannot measure my path to life is free my Savior has my treasure and he will walk with me my savior has my treasure and he will walk with me hallelujah the hymn goes, the, 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 the heading of the hymn is in heavenly love abiding. And the, the second verse also says, Green pastures are before me, with yet I have not seen. Bright skies will soon be o'er me, where the dark clouds have been. My hope I cannot measure. My path to life is free. My Savior has my treasure, and he will walk with me. Hallelujah. Beloved, we are standing on the next verse. Even the verse five says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Before we go on, I just want us to consider this verse also even in the book of Isaiah chapter 26, verse three. Isaiah chapter 26, verse three, it says, thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. Other version says you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is is focused or is laid upon the Lord because he puts his trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. Beloved, as we trust in God and as we consider even David, even in the midst of the wilderness with the flock, David 
is saying that the Lord prepares a table before him in the presence of his enemies. And the Lord anoints his head with oil and his cup overflows. Which are the enemies that David faced? Now we are not only considering the flock that he was leading in the wilderness, but even as he was called out of the wilderness and he came on the day, that day that Samuel came to visit the household of Jesse, his father, and even sought even to anoint even the, 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 the sons of Jesse to see whom the Lord has chosen to be the next king over Israel. He was in the wilderness. He was in the wilderness still feeding the flock and, and leading the sheep, guiding them into green pastures when he was called out in the midst of his enemies, the, 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 the dangers of the bear, the dangers of the lions that he had to face to even fight with them to protect the sheep. He was in that situation, the midst of his enemies, and he was called out to come because as that day, someone was anointing the sons from the, from the greatest, the, the, the eldest to the youngest at that time, the Lord has still not spoken. And he, had, he, he, he then went forth to ask, went on to ask Jesse, are these all your sons? And he said, I have one last one, Kitwano, in the wilderness, feeding the, 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 leading the flock to green pastures. Go for him. I am not leaving here. I'm waiting until this, this small one comes and comes to, for me to also anoint him and see what the Lord perhaps may say about him. And there comes David that day in all his his wilderness sense because he has been with the flock and I'm sure by now little something has has gone on his body so he would not be even smelling good but he came and as he knelt down before Samuel and the oil was poured on his head there the Lord spoke and he said yes this is my son whom I have chosen to be the next king of Israel hallelujah but before then I love this, this, this process so much. God took David through a lot of process. In the midst of all that God had already said about David, still he had to endure a whole lot of challenges facing Saul and all his, his tricks to get him to be killed so that he wouldn't even be able to fulfill destiny. He wouldn't be able to fulfill even the, the word of the Lord concerning his life to be king over Israel. Hey, through caves, and through, through wilderness, through valleys, David had to be, start hiding and protecting himself even from this very person whom he had saved and delivered from Goliath. This small boy, by the wisdom and power of God, had been able to kill this Philistine this who was threatening the Israelites by day and by night and causing sleepless nights for you. So now that David had him killed and he received small praises, he was angry. You cannot come and take my kingdom. You only helped me to kill this Philistine, this Goliath. It is just a common Goliath. So you cannot come and take my kingdom. When we, we, we think of all this that he had to endure for no reason, what did David do than to trust in the name of, of the God that he served and by the power of, of that mighty God that he served and the wisdom and strength and might that he gave him, this small boy, he was able to kill Goliath and cut off his head. This very Philistine that had become a thorn in the flesh of the Israelites, causing them pain, causing them harm, causing them sleepless nights. After David had defeated this Goliath and killed him, his reward was constant attack, constant attack, seeking to kill him, his very life, seeking his very life to kill him, to annihilate him from this, this earth, so that whatever God has purposed shall never happen. 
Beloved, these are the situations that we find ourselves in. For no reason, you may find yourself in a workplace where day in and day out, you are being hated. You are, you are being narrowed down. People are, are not being fair to you. Your bosses are sitting on your promotions and they are, not, they are not giving you your due. You come out of your way as the word of God says. You are obedient to the word of God. That even as you are working, you are not working unto man, but you are working unto God. So you, 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 you come out of your way and you work wholeheartedly. You do a diligent work. And instead of them praising you or even acknowledging you, they rather seek to bring trouble onto your table. But here the word of God is telling us, David said, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Hallelujah. Beloved, at this moment, I just want us to consider our lives also and to count the many ways in which God has delivered us onto green pastures. And he has preserved us as he has laid a table before us in the presence of our enemies. When they least expected, that you'll be promoted, the promotion came. When they least expected that you will get another job which is mightier, which is more worthy, which is more glorifying, which is more honorable, it came. When they, they least expected that you would even be able to start your own business, it came. When they least expected that academically, you are going to excel beyond their very, their very imaginations. When they least expected that you will even go on to do your master's and your PhD, it came to pass. Beloved, many are the things that God is doing for us. He's laying so many tables before us in the presence of our enemies. And we need to acknowledge that. We need to be thankful to him for all that he's doing for us day in and day out. The word of God says that he, he anoints our head with oil. He gives us the oil of favor. He gives us the oil even of, of, of uncommon favor. He gives us the oil that makes men even to break protocols for us. He gives us the oil that causes men even to make way for us, to make room for us, for us to even progress in life. For no reason, somebody will just take a liking to you. He doesn't know you from anywhere, but he will take a liking to you because the oil of God is upon you. Hallelujah. Beloved, we are standing upon this word tonight and we are, we are declaring that, oh God, whatever, oh God, is upon my life, oh God, we are asking that the ministry, in, in life and ministry, may we be a testimony to others, oh God, that in the mighty name of Jesus, who is still king on the throne, your goodness and your mercies will always follow us, that you will cause us even to be led into pastures, oh God, that are green, and as you lay a big table before us, you will cause men to honor us and break protocols for us, that our ways even will be pleasing even unto many, O oh Lord. Father, protect us even in our businesses. Protect us and lay tables before us even in our careers, our jobs, O oh God. In our academics, may you cause us even to excel beyond the expectations even of, of our professors and our teachers. In the mighty name of Jesus, lift up prayer unto the Lord. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we are standing, O oh God, even upon your word, O oh Lord. Your word makes us understand even in the verse 5 or something. That you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You are moving my head with oil and my cup that even will keep me in perfect peace. My mind is stayed on the Lord. Father, I do 
Go and lead me to the way of faithfulness in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, that you, Lord Jesus, will break all the protocols for me to look in the way for me, oh Lord. Cause me, oh God, even to low experience of God, even the table that's up to God, oh Lord, even in the presence of my enemies, oh God, watch my face, oh God, may you even lay in the mighty name of Jesus, may you cause me, O God, to feed on the table of favor, O God, in the presence of my enemies, O God, where the sea, may you make a way, O Lord, for me, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, O God, Matodia da Bosha Kababa. the table Thank <laughs> you. 
Amen. God bless you for praying. We thank God even for his word. The, the last verse of the psalm, even as we have read the last part of the psalm, something that we declare unto ourselves. It is a declaration that we make unto ourselves day in and day out, every now and then. We say to the Lord that surely goodness and your goodness and your love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Beloved, when we consider this word, others, other versions say surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hallelujah. Beloved, when we look at this, we know that of a truth, whatever David went through in the wilderness, through the time he was anointed to be king over Israel, through all the challenges that he faced, even as king, and even when he became king, he himself had his own challenges, what his sons did to him, even what, he, what his son Absalom did to him, even what he himself, the sins that he committed, and he came to God with all his heart and asked for forgiveness, and the Lord forgave him, even as David did all all these he looked back on his life and he said surely goodness and love goodness and mercy will follow him all the days of his life because he's a man after God's own heart he's a man who seeks even to please God he's a man who when God is not pleased with him he's so sorrowful about it he's so he's so he's so disheartened and he feels so disappointed he feels that God is disappointed in him he's a man who walked with God and he, he his heart was always after pleasing God. Beloved, David is the one who dwells in the presence of the Lord. We know that he was a musician. He played the harp. David was the one who always wanted to worship God and cause his presence to come. So that even as the word of God says that the Lord dwells in the praise of his people, he always sought to praise God. When we go through the Psalms, we see that it is full of praises and, and, and adoration that David lifted up unto the Lord. Whenever he considered whatever he has been through, he lifted the psalm. 
And those Psalms where I believe things, words or, or phrases that he used even in praising God in, in his closet. Even as a leader, he trusted in God for his goodness and his mercy to overflow even upon his life. Beloved, let us look at David and look up at our lives and consider what God has done for us. When we count our blessings and we know that indeed in the past, God has preserved us and sustained us, we just cannot help but also say with David that we will dwell in his house forever and ever. For me, I would say that whenever I look back on my life and the times when I've been through the valley of the shadow of death, but I was not consumed. When I've been through the fire, the burning fiery furnace, even as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were, they went through the fiery fiery furnace and they came out whole. Not even a hair, a hair, one hair on their body was bent because the presence of the Lord was with them. Hallelujah. Beloved, we know that in our lives, many are the things that God has delivered us from. We have been through challenges in our workplaces. People have sought to even bring us down, but God has preserved us. God has made a way for us even to be able to be delivered, that we came out whole and there was no fault found with us. Even when they try to look for faults, even to cause us to be, to be dismissed or to be sad, it did not happen. God has preserved us. God has sustained us. His goodness and his love and his mercy even has overflown even in our lives. He's showing us day in and day out, even as we look back on our lives, that he's a God who preserves us. He's a God who brings out us out of the, of the burning, burning fairy furnace unharmed. He's the God who, when we dwell in his presence, he's the one who is able to preserve and save us and deliver us even from every form of challenge. Beloved, let's trust in this God. Let us hold on to this God as David held on to him from the beginning till the end. As a young shepherd boy, he trusted in God. As a youth, he believed in God and trusted in God, the mighty and everlasting Savior. He trusted in the mighty God of his, of his father, Jesse, and he was able to kill Goliath. He was able to deliver this Philistine warrior into the hands of the Lord. Beloved, what is it in your life that you feel that God's goodness and God's message is not overflowing on it. We are human and sometimes we feel discouraged. We are human and sometimes, yes, we may ask God, why? Why all this pain? Why all this, this sorrow? Why all this mishap and challenges on me from one challenge to the other? Why God? Why? Why me? But in the midst of all this, we ask God, why me? In the midst of all this, as we ask God, why me? Let us remember David. Let us remember this psalm and this declaration that we make day in and day out. That, yeah, even though God may not seem to be there for us when we need him most, his hand will be carrying us. Because when we are walking in step with him and we do not see the full sprints of, of God by our side, we know that at that point he is carrying us. So we are asking at this moment that my Lord, my God, may my life and ministry be a testimony to others out there that Jesus is still king on his throne. Let your goodness and your love overshadow me all the days of my life. May I live to fulfill 
that which is your destiny for my life, that which is your calling for my life, may I live to fulfill it all the days of my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, lift our prayer unto the Lord as we consider the last day. In the mighty name of Jesus. Follow me all the days of my life, and I will all in the Ba 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 
Jesus, amen. The mighty Jesus, amen. God bless you. Before we end, just want I just want us to sing this song as our dear sister sang it the other day. I've been thinking of it throughout this this song. If I live, I live for you. Please join me to sing. If I die, I die for you. In all my ways, I'm forever yours. If I live, I live for you, yes, Lord. If I live, if I live, I live for you, Lord Jesus. If I die, I die for you. In all my ways, I'm forever yours. If I live, I live for you in all my ways. In all my ways, I'm forever yours. If I live, I live for you. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for tonight. We thank you that even in your word, we find comfort. Even in your word, we find revelation. Even in your word, we find strength to carry on. Father, we thank you even for your word tonight, oh God. We thank you for even ushering us, oh God, even into your presence. Even through prayer, we have come to see that surely your goodness and your mercy will follow us even all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in your presence forever and ever. We declare even our allegiance to you, Lord Jesus, tonight. We are declaring that day in and day out we will sing of your glory, we will sing of your praise, that through our life and our ministry we will cause men, oh God, even to be drawn unto you, to ask us even our secrets and we will tell them of the God that we serve. We will tell them of the Lord Jesus and his deliverance even upon our lives. We will tell them of the blood even that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. We will tell them of your goodness and your mercies upon our lives, that you prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies, that you have preserved us even from the beginning of our life until now, and you are ordering our steps, oh God, even into the, into our destinies, and you, oh God, will continue to lead us even into the way are right, and you will cause us even to rejoice and be glad all the days of our lives. We thank you even for your goodness and your mercies upon us now and forevermore in the mighty name of Jesus. Preserve us through the night, oh God, May you reveal your mysteries unto us, O God, even in dreams, O God, through your word, O God, may you reveal even yourself unto us. May we wake up, O God, even refreshed for yet another day to lift up praise and glory unto your holy name. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen.
Amen. Amen. God bless you all, mm-hmm. beloved. God bless you even for praying tonight. Do we have any announcements? Are there any announcements? Okay. Then please, shall we share the grace, the, in the words of the grace, the very grace of Psalm 23, verse 6. Surely, goodness and mercy shall be to us all the lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Amen.